You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, episode 43. Today is such a great episode. I'm so excited to share it with you guys. I'm visiting with my new friend, Deb, and she is the creator of For the Love of Your Biz. She's a passionate guide who provides you with the inspiration that you need so you can create conversations and build relationships with your audience so you can market your business better. This is such a good one. You guys are going to have pages of notes. So sit back and relax and enjoy. You're listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast, where we believe business can be simple and you can use your intuition to run towards your goal. Self-made business and success coach, Lindsay Maloney, helps you start and scale your dream coaching business. With her step-by-step intuitive and creative guidance, you'll leave ready to put her tips into action, push your business forward, and work with your dream clients. Lindsay is here to help you get unstuck and structure your brilliance into a coaching business that's sustainable and financially exhilarating. Here's your host, Lindsay Maloney. Before we get started with this episode, I want to talk to you about my program, Standout Coaching Academy, or SOCA as everyone calls it. It's a 90-day program that's going to help you book your dream clients, and this is perfect for you if you are a coach who is ready to create, launch, or scale your coaching business, if you want to fill your calendar up with dream clients who inspire you, and you want to make an impact in the world with work that you feel called to do, I want you to enroll in SOCA. SOCA is an extremely powerful program that will take your coaching business to the next level, and I have three ways that you can join me right now, be a part of the 90-day program, join other like-minded women, network with them, learn the best ways that you can build your coaching business just the way that I've created and scaled mine so you can stop having those sleepless nights with all the information overload and stop doing everything by yourself. So many coaches are struggling to get their businesses started and I want that to stop right now. So I'm inviting you to go to standoutcoachingacademy.com, check it out and enroll. Deb, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so excited to share you with everyone. We have chatted a lot before the interview started. So (laughs) why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? Sure. Uh, Thanks, Lindsay. I'm excited. Yes, it's funny. We did the pre-podcast interview before the podcast. So (laughs) um, I'm Deb Laflamme. I am the owner and uh, they call me the chief ideapreneur at For the Love of Your Biz. And um, I I love helping business owners, coaches, realtors, you name it, every industry really, with creative ways to market your biz better online. I love that because marketing can feel really overwhelming for a lot of us. I know in my space, and I feel that way a lot of times too. Um, It's hard to get creative when you have to be so creative in other um, aspects of your business. So thank goodness for somebody like you who probably totally vibes with this. Yes, I do. Um, how did you get started with this business? Well, so it, my business really was built on the premise that, well, the name for the love of your biz, right? I know that you know your business like the back of your hand. Um, you know, like your purpose, you've got your why, you know who your dream client is. But nine times out of 10, marketing was falling to the bottom of every business owner's list every single day. And I loved being able to go in and kind of be the marketing hero, they would say, and and save the day and come up with these ideas for them to connect more deeply with their audience or their dream client. And I was like, wait a second, I can help more than just these small businesses, local businesses. And so 
I took for love of your biz online and really started coaching people in groups, you know, writing blogs, doing videos, just giving ideas so that people knew that it didn't have to feel yucky. It didn't have to feel, um, or you didn't have to feel overwhelmed or anxious when it came to marketing. Cause I really wanted marketing to be as important as like product design or launching a course or like all of the systematic things of a business. I wanted you to like it as much as you liked your marketing. That's a really good point to make. Um, when we look at anything in our business as something that we dislike, we're either going to ignore it or just put this negative negativity surrounding it and it's not going to work for us. So when people complain that they're not getting enough visibility or sales, it's probably because they have this negative cloud hanging over their marketing section. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that most business owners could market better. Again, like I said, I want to help you market your biz better if they maybe took some of the worry and overwhelm out of it and just made it feel more like a conversation. And Lindsay, one of the things that I love to share is like, if you get invited to a party, right, you walk into that party and you're thinking, okay, there's some people that I want to meet here at this party. And I sometimes use the word cocktail party. And I'm like, wait, do people really go to cocktail parties anymore? Or like a lot of us kind of just <laughs> going to, yeah, right. Like I get dressed up, I put on my heels, I put on my, my navy blue sequins gown, right? My gold <laughs> earrings like we were talking about earlier. And I walk in the room. But so like, let's say, Lindsay, you invite me to a cocktail party. And um, you say, meet me there, Deb. And I walk in and I'm like, okay, where's Lindsay? Where's Lindsay? I want to find Lindsay. And like, that cocktail party is a lot like social media or the online world, right? It's a very noisy place. And so I have to find my way to Lindsay through that noise. No, Lindsay might be my dream client, but how do I engage with her? How do I build a relationship with her? So think of it like building a relationship, getting to know your dream clients better rather than I've got a market today. I've got to sell today. Like if you really make it about the relationship and you enjoy the process, it does help move marketing higher and up in your priority list for each day. Okay. That is a really good analogy. Um, so when we're looking for our client and we're open to, you know, what it takes to get there, what are some tips you can give us when we feel like, I know a lot of, okay, a lot of my students say, I'm, I'm so ready for clients. I have everything set up. Like I want, I just want to coach. How, do, how yeah. can, how can I make that happen? Yeah. So I would say you've, this person's, your clients probably already know who they want to talk to, right? They, I would say the first tip, the first tip, which, which is really important because when we are running businesses, trying to grow, we're also trying to do all the things. And oftentimes we think we have to be everywhere. So my number one tip, Lindsay, to start is to really hone in and be clear about where your dream clients are spending time. So my dream clients hang out pretty much on Instagram or Facebook, for example. And so if I was to spread my marketing, my messaging really thin, and most of us are running a business on our own. They don't, you know, we don't all have teams of VAs and assistants. So mm -hmm. if you're running this alone, or even if you have a VA, mm -hmm. find out where your dream client is hanging out. So if you are trying to attract people and they're hanging out on LinkedIn, your marketing strategy should be to spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. And even though you might personally love Instagram, you're wasting time potentially that you could be building relationships with your dream clients if you're on Instagram and they are not. Or if you are um, using Twitter and your dream client isn't using Twitter. Like it's really important to pay attention 
to where your dream client is hanging out. That would be my number one tip. I like that tip. And I, I like to use analogies too. And I always say, it's like you're in a really big house and yeah. you're in the office, you know, giving all this advice, wondering where everyone is and all, all of your clients are hanging out in the kitchen and you're not willing to go out there and talk to them. <laughs> I know. And so the thing is with online marketing, right? Most of us have this opportunity, right? And I think some people are like, ah, tech, you know, it's in the way. I wish I could just send a direct mail piece or I could go do an event. Like you can do those things, you guys. You can still do the traditional pieces. And I do believe that there is still a really good place for them for marketing. But with the internet and with networking online and um, Facebook groups and even LinkedIn communities, you can find places where you can build relationships and be seen as an, as an authority, be seen as um, an expert without selling and without feeling like it's all about your business. Instead, it's about making those connections. So like Lindsay said, come out of your office and go into the kitchen and maybe ask people, would you like a drink? Right. Cause typically at a party, people are hanging out mm -hmm. in the kitchen. Right. So it's like, Hey, I made, I made this picture of margaritas. I love margaritas on the rocks with salt in case you're wondering, <laughs> but here I am with my picture of margaritas. And now I'm going to start offering up what I have to offer as I'm pouring the cocktail, right? So the cocktail isn't the service. The cocktail is the common thread. Hey, Lindsay, do you like margaritas? Awesome. How do you like them? You like them with rock on the rocks with salt too? Great. Here we go. Now we're connecting with a common thread, which is not about selling a product or a service. So the second tip, actually, I'm going to go right into it, Lindsay, mm -hmm. is to find a common thread with your dream clients. Um, and I just actually recorded a podcast on this, which people are like, oh my God, I never thought of it. But it's as simple as asking a question like, Hey, when are your kids born? You know, you have kids, I have kids. When are your kids born? Or like finding that common thread or, you know, oh my gosh, I have red hair. Lindsay has red hair. And what did we do, Lindsay? We ended up talking for like 10 minutes about being a redhead and our kids, <laughs> do they have red hair or not? Right. Mm -hmm. So what did that do? That just expanded our relationship. We started to connect in a different way that is not at all about our businesses. But what's gonna happen is we're gonna become closer and closer because of these common threads. You can drill down more and more and more and more with these conversational opportunities online when you're marketing. It doesn't have to be about your business or your services. Instead, it's about getting to know your dream client in a different way. Mm. I love this because this also, I, I, I was thinking while you were talking, I was still listening, but I was thinking too, I was thinking about, so let's say when you offer somebody a margarita and they say, oh no, thank you. Yep. What, what happens that? next? Right. So I think what we, the way that I always guide, and we'll stay on this, like this analogy of the cocktails and things. I think probably a lot of your audience can relate, right? So maybe if they don't want a margarita, you open up your liquor cabinet or you open up your refrigerator and you say, well, I also have sangria. Do you like sangria? Right? So it's about being confident in what you have to offer your dream client. That is a big piece. And you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, I, I'm nervous about getting in front of my dream client because I'm afraid they'll say no. Right. I'm sure you've heard that with your mm -hmm. coaching clients, right? Like, well, what if they say no? And I always say, well, what if they say yes? So if, you could say, are you thirsty? Instead of, would you like a margarita, right? You could mm -hmm. say, like, anybody thirsty? I mean, obviously, they're there because they're there to hang out with each other. There are going to be people that don't even want alcohol. But what do you have for them? You might have seltzer. You might have water. You might have um, 
apple cider that has is non-alcoholic, right? So mm -hmm. there's going to be products that you have that people won't want. But the one thing that we have to remember is we don't also have to be for everybody. There could mm -hmm. be people in the kitchen at the cocktail party that won't be your dream client. And so when you are clear about what you offer, maybe I just serve margaritas on the rocks with salt. Maybe I don't have a blender, right? Maybe I'm not going to be serving up frozen drinks. It's just on the rocks. So if people don't want that, it's okay that they don't want that. But there are plenty of people in your kitchen that do want it and do want what you have to offer. And that's where you, you're not going to turn your back on the people that don't want it. I mean, here we are in a comfortable situation, but online, you're still going to engage with people. And I'll tell you why. The reason you want to continue the conversation with people that don't want the margarita with the people that don't want um, the sangria, that aren't thirsty at all, we'll say, is because they might know somebody who does want your margarita. Mm. And so I always feel like you can't give up on the nose. And what I mean is your energy will shift. You might talk to them a little differently. You might change the subject. You might not head down that same sequence or same conversation that you would with someone who does want the margarita. But I guess I'm going to have to go into business. I think, Lindsay, you and I should have a food truck that is called <laughs> redhead margaritas, something like that. that. Okay. So we'll, we'll talk about that later, but this conversation is getting, people are going to be like, where's that, where's that tequila? All of a sudden we're going to, we're going to get pictures of people listening to this podcast with their tequila. But, um, so I just want to say like, we just will talk to the people that said, no, thank you differently. That's all. And, and so this, this goes back to like marketing as a whole. When people don't buy from you, from those emails that you send, you don't stop emailing them. Mm -hmm. No. They self-select into a different category. And I know you teach that, Lindsay. Like you teach that, you teach that to your to your audience online and in your courses. And so and I do the same. Like it's it's just about the relationship that you're building. And just because they don't want your margarita today, I can tell you they may want it in a year or two years because it's happened to me in my business. I'm always like, oh my gosh, they came back, right? When they didn't need me or right, they couldn't afford what I was offering today. And then all of a sudden they show up like Actually, I think you just, this happened to you, right? Somebody watched and watched your program be launched mm -hmm. and couldn't afford it. And then, well, my God, I can afford it. And there they are because you kept talking to them in a way that they needed to hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When people don't buy from you or when they don't convert from an ad, you know, we all watch that when yep. we're selling a program. We, I, I mean, I like to go into my list. I like to click on their name and see when our journey together began. I love that. So good. And yep. so many of them have been with me for at least a year. And right. I find that so interesting. And some people might say, well, no, that my ads didn't convert and blah, blah, blah. They will. Right. Just might not right now. But yep. And I would say with, with online marketing, for me, you know, the hard part is when, when clients, small businesses, mid-sized businesses that I work with, they want to know what the return on their investment is. It's really hard to measure the relationship marketing piece of social media marketing. Um, mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is if you don't give up, if you stay in front of your audience consistently and whatever that means to you. I mean, what that means to me is don't go silent for six months and then send me an email that says, I want you to buy my course. Right. What it means, right? It means is like, stay there, stay in front, no matter what highs and lows, goods and bads of your business, be there so that when I need what you do have to offer, when you have to offer, you're there for me or else I'm going to go someplace else and find it. So we've already built, you now have a, a year long relationship with someone whose financial situation might've changed 
or they were told that they need your course by a friend and they're like, wait, I've been following her for a year. You're right. I do need her course. You know, you just have to talk continually talk to them and it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, success. I think I had a quote on my Instagram story that said something like, um, overnight success takes a long time. Mm, that's right? so good. It's true. Right. So yeah. I feel like that and we also you and I were talking about it like things aren't always rainbows and unicorns like it is hard to be a coach it is hard to find your clients but when you've got people who support you in your court who have been through what you are going through before you and can guide you you are far you are way ahead of everybody else that's not getting the support that they need so know that it doesn't always happen so easily with one launch and that building relationships is and should always be the most important part of your marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause what would happen? Let's say somebody, you know, did a challenge style launch and they didn't get any sales. And what if there was five people who were like, okay, next time she does this, I'm going to go in, but I can't right now because I'm going to be traveling or whatever. They can't invest the time or money in it. And yeah. if you just give up and don't come back, and right. show them like, you're strong, you have the mindset to do this, you're going to lose out on five amazing connections. So it's all about just being, it, staying true to your why, and right. why you show up every day and always reaching back for that when you need it for support. Right, right. And, and I and the other thing about showing up, which we could probably get into also with marketing is, um, and consistency is, you, you just, you don't know when your dream client's going to need you. And um, if you hide or don't share your story, um, if you're having a rough day, like it's better to come on and be like, I I'm having a rough day and like share that because it might be exactly the message that your dream client needs to hear so that they connect with you over someone else and they decide to join your email list over someone else's or download your free tool or hop into a Facebook live it's just amazing how many times, how many messages I get that say, oh my gosh, I need to hear that. Thank you for sharing that because I was having a rough day too, or, you know, this didn't convert the way I expected. And like, I think it goes back to the, that what happens during a launch that nobody talks about or what happens mm -hmm. when you're selling or marketing that no one talks about. And so I think at the end of the day, we have to remember we're all human. Mm -hmm. We have, you know, many of us ha are running our businesses on our own or have families that we're trying to run our family and our household and we have responsibilities and, you know, all we see on social media are the wins and um, the, the most, the people I value the most and I respect the most are the ones that share the highs and the lows because I want to celebrate the highs with you and I want to support you during the lows as well. Um, and I think that's really important in relationship marketing. It is very important and showing the vulnerable side of entrepreneurship shows, gives people like hope that they can do this and that you don't have to be perfect and yep. that, you know, okay, well, I don't have, I mean, a lot of people don't even want to try this because they don't have the perfect office or, you know, just little things, little physical things like that hold people back so much mm -hmm. and I don't know why, but you're just doing so many people a disservice by keeping yourself hidden. I mean, you want to yep. see my office when I first started? Yeah. I mean, like I used, I've, I've done a webinar on a TV tray on top of a diaper box to have my laptop high enough. Like, oh yeah, you all, you just got to do something and be yep. okay with it. Yeah. I think it's, it's the mindset that it's not Pinterest perfect mm -hmm. and which is such a shame. Um, I have one of my clients is a professional organizer and she is so talented and her little 
takeaways and tips that she shares with me and her clients is so valuable. First of all, she should get paid for all these tips because they're so helpful. But I'm like, you need to share that more publicly. And I was like, where's the last picture you took? And her, her response was, it's not Pinterest perfect. And I was like, you know, I could go to Pinterest if I want that. But if I'm following you on Instagram, I want to see what you've done for someone's home that looks like mine. Because mm-hmm. my house certainly isn't Pinterest perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's the relationship, the, the relatability between you and your clients, you guys, all of you that are listening. There is something about you that is so special that is only yours. And even though, let's say if a hundred of you are all um, uh, mindfulness coaches, we'll say if a hundred of you are mindfulness coaches, the good news is that no two of you are alike just because you have that same certification or that same title because you look different, you sound different, your message is different. No one has your voice but you. And I love that. I love looking at, we'll just keep on the, on the same track as the mindful coaches or the mind, mind, um, just the, the life coach even, um, arena is there are no two that are alike. And as long as you are staying true to who you are and who you serve and you are not trying to be anybody else, that's the big thing here. You guys is you really want to be yourself. You want to peel back the curtain and be raw. You want to show that, you are who you are. I was saying to Lindsay, I'm a middle child and I am textbook middle child. And I love telling people that because they're like, oh my gosh, I'm a middle child. Or maybe they have a middle sibling and they can totally relate to how I act and how they acted. So there's all these things that you get to be that nobody else can be. But when you put it out there, when you share that, when you show me who you are, it shows me what sets you apart and what's different. And it allows your audience to say, yep, I want to work with Deb Laflamme or I want to work with Lindsay Maloney, or I want to work with, you know, this person or that person because they're different and they are themselves. And like, I'm not a big fan of Pinterest perfect Mm -hmm. um, pictures because it's not realistic. And I know that because I'm a marketer, but like I, I just hired an attorney who, if you were to line up all the internet attorneys, like all the people that you see on the internet that, that sell documents and Mm -hmm. um, contracts and things, she, I would say was the least Pinterest like, Mm. um, and she was someone who sits in her desk, talks about her workouts, talks about how hard her workouts are, talks about life, talks about who, who she helps and why she helps them and the solutions that they get when they work with her. And I was like, yep, she's my, she's my legal like Mm. liaison now. Right. I liked her style. And let me tell you, I follow a lot of attorneys online on Instagram and I watch a lot of them do Instagram stories. And they all are pretty much sharing the same content in their own way, mm-hmm. from their own space, in their own voice. And so guess who I was attracted to? I was attracted to the one that has common thread with me, that I mm-hmm. felt most comfortable with. That if I was going to a cocktail party, we're going to circle back. <laughs> if I was going to a cocktail party, I would be seeking her out to talk to. Right. Right? Yeah. And yeah, so this is, you don't get clients saying, I wanted, I want to work with you because everything you do is so perfect. They reach ugh. out to you because they're like, because you're, you're a mom and you have your kids at home or you work. Yeah. It's those yeah. things that they identify with. Yep. Yep. Maybe that, maybe it's the music choice you posted, you added to, you know, the music you added to your Instagram story this week that I loved. You know, maybe it's the fact that you love snow during the season and you love summer as much during summer. Right. So it's like, 
it's all of these things that we get to share. And aren't we lucky that we have this online world that allows our audience to get to know us better mm-hmm. before they ever make a decision? Oh yeah, That's totally. I mean, really when I powerful. think when I first started nine years ago, there wasn't even Instagram yeah. and it was like, I mean, it was a completely different world. Right. And now it's like, I can instantly share with you what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's amazing. And yeah, we have to be grateful for that. So I have a lot of people. I sounded really North Dakota right there. I have a you lot, of, <laughs> I have I a lot of clients who say, well, I'm not exciting. Like what do, what do I do that's exciting? I'm not going to share what I'm doing around the house. I'm at home all the time. I don't have an exciting life. And I remember <laughs> feeling that way too. Yeah. So I think it's all perception, right? So I guess it's the polar opposite of Pinterest perfect, right? I'm not exciting. I'm boring. Mm -hmm. But um, like, I want to go back to that attorney example that I gave um, because I would tell you she's not really exciting, but you know what she was doing is she was sharing like what she was going to make for Valentine's day for her husband for dinner. And I was like, huh, interesting. Or she shared that she was going to try a new yoga class, which you know, I think we as marketers, we as business owners take a lot of the stuff that we do on a day-to-day basis for granted. Mm. Um, I really, I, I really do. Because when I, when I talk one-on-one with clients or if, if someone from one of my groups messages me in messenger and says that same question, I'm always like, what's, what's your sign? Right. Or I always say like, when's your birthday or what's your favorite month? What's your favorite season? Or where would you rather travel the, the, to the beach or to the mountains? Like I start asking questions that inspire them. So by like, I love that my, my group actually, Lindsay is called the inspired marketer. And the reason I started this is because you create most, the most amazing content for your business and stories and social media posts when you are inspired. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the little trick that I always tell people to think about. Close your eyes, and if you had to pick a place in the world that you, that you would want to be, where is that place? What does it look like? Who are you with? What are the smells? Like, it's really like a moment in time. If you could capture that moment where there's no worry, there's no stress, that you don't care about money, you don't care about time, right? You just have a moment that is so blissful it inspires you. Like you literally come out of that and you're like, Oh my gosh, if I could feel like that moment in my marketing, then you can tell stories that you don't think are exciting, but are, I mean, tell me about the last book you read and why you liked it. I'm sure that person specifically is a reader. I would bet like Mm -hmm. people sometimes think that when they read, they're boring and I'm like, huh, I don't think so. I mean, I think when you read, you're taking care of yourself. You're, you're giving yourself a time, quiet time you're giving whether it's for I, I typically read workbooks like books for our business yep. over um for pleasure but um and I'm totally obsessed with audible books yes. so I can just walk and walk and walk and walk and so I want I want your listeners to actually do this little exercise for me I want them to grab a piece of paper and I want them to write three things that inspire them. And I'm not talking about their kids or their parents or their pets, like not people, Mm -hmm. things that aren't people, right? Things that you could turn to during a time when you're feeling boring or blah, right? This is a really important exercise for everyone listening. This is how you become your own version of the inspired marketer. So for me, I did this exercise about, um, 
probably 18 months ago, which then became how I launched the Inspired Marketer. And the one thing that inspires me, the number one thing, I have a couple, but the, besides being in the shower, because I get my most creative moments in the mm -hmm. shower, the next thing is lighthouses. Mm. I am inspired by lighthouses. And I am inspired by everything about them. Why they're built, what they're built of, what the beacon inside of a lighthouse means. And honestly, it became the entire backbone of my business since the last 18 months because wow. I realized that I love the ocean and lighthouses are in oceans, right? I love boats. I love the smell of the sea. I love the waves. I love the horizon. I love the sun rising. I love the sun setting. I love the beach, right? So imagine because of a lighthouse, because I was realizing that I love lighthouses, I realized that I gained a ton of inspiration from them. So that's just one example. And what I want your audience to do is to identify three things that inspire them so that when they are feeling blah or boring or they don't feel like they can come up with their content for their emails or for their Instagram posts, that they are reminded by these things that inspire them. And this should be a pillar in their marketing all the time. Um, it should be what drives them. Put a picture on your desk. Make it be the screen saver on your phone. Have it pop up um, when, when your computer goes into sleep mode, whatever it is, have it be a quote that pops up every day on your calendar at a certain time. But we have to pull from inspiration every day in our lives. And I promise you that if you identify what it is that fills you up, it will help drive that messaging, that emotion, and it will inspire your audience to connect more deeply with you, which is really the most important thing here is give them something to connect more deeply with you so that they want to buy from you, so that they want to hire you. Again, it sets you apart from everybody else. So you're not boring. You're you. And um, you've got a lot to give. That's so good, Deb. And I hope everyone really took that and listened to it. And if you have to go back and rewind, I think it's really important because you're you and you are really special no matter what, like as lame as that might sound in elementary, you are so, everyone, we are so special. And when we're just hiding in the background, expecting all this stuff to come to us, but we're not willing to take action and, and inspired action, then yes. there's just an, a misconnection happening. Right. Right. It's true. And I would say that it's important for us to identify a lot of, you know, think of all the courses that we've all listened to or take eBooks or, you know, webinars and things like, yes, we know we have to have a marketing strategy. We know we have to have a product. We have to uh, identify our avatar and all of the things that yes, we have to do. We have to have contracts and terms and conditions and all those things. But if you are not able to identify what, inspires you so that you can take that inspired action and market your biz better, you're going to be stuck and be like, okay, I've done all the things. Why isn't my business growing? Mm -hmm. And really when you think of inspiration, it fuels passion, right? And there's nothing more awesome. And I'm sure all of you listening have had one, at least one social media post or one email campaign or one graphic or something that you've created for your business, maybe a landing page, a sales page, that was fueled by passion and inspiration. And you remember what that felt like when you did that creation and that process of creation and writing, or maybe you were working with someone to write, but you had that, that, um, that planning meeting where you're figuring out what the content should be for that sales page, for example. That's what I want for you to have every day in your business when it comes to marketing. And I mean, that's how I feel. 
from the second I get up until the moment I turn my phone off at night from myself and for my clients because it is a different way to market. It is not in a textbook. I have a client who's a publisher that's like, you have to write a book about this. But for now, like, I just want more people, millions of people to remember that if you are inspired and you have confidence in what you sell or market, like whatever your service or product is, with that inspiration, you can reach more people and you can connect more deeply with them. And it's very different than anything you'll ever learn in a marketing book, um, in Marketing 101 or beyond. This, is, this comes from within and you just have to practice the pulling it out from you and then the confidence for sharing it with your dream client. Perfect. It does come from within and you are not going to find this in any book or, or any course right. where they're just all about the marketing. It's not about that. It all right. comes from within. The more we grow in our business, the more we have to reach in deeper. And yep. like you said, pull it out because that's where the, the real solid positive moments happen is when yep. we're like reaching inside. It's not like, okay, now that I joined this new mastermind, now I'm going to get the real secrets to marketing my business. That's not how it works. It's oh my gosh, I know. And I hear that all the time. Like I joined this group and it's like, I always say, well, what were your expectations? Like, what were you hoping to get out of it? What, what did you want to get out of it? Right. But it, I just, um, I'm listening to Mel Robbins, uh, take control of your life, which is, uh, an audible original. I don't know if you've heard of it, Lindsay, but, um, I just, just yesterday listened to a chapter and I wrote down a quote. She didn't say this, but I wrote this down as a quote to come from the book. Mm -hmm. And this is perfectly aligned with what you just said about things coming from within but um, when you explore, you expand. Mm. And so she was talking about people exploring things uh, within them and what they want to be, to be bigger and better than they are right now. And that kind of goes back to my inspiration exercise to identify what inspires you and what fills you up. And so I, like, I just can't get this out of my head. I actually wrote it down on an envelope of my insurance bill. And I wrote, when you explore, you expand. And I think it's really important for everyone listening to find what it is that allows you to explore what inspires you. Mm, so powerful, right? It is very powerful. And exploring sometimes means you getting up and getting a little bit uncomfortable and doing something that's completely new. Cause that's what exploration means. Like it's the unknown for you. Right. And that's right. how you grow. Right. Right. And I, th I think of it as travel, right? When we get to go to a new place, when you explore a new place, what happens to you? I mean, we kind of go into like a childlike state, mm -hmm. right? Think of how kids are exploring or they used to, right? A long time ago when we were kids, we would, we would run around, we'd be outside doing all things exploring and like it just filled us up, just mm -hmm. fills you up. And that's the same for us in life, you guys. We get so busy with the business and all the things that we have to do. Um, but if you take this time every day, maybe you put an inspirational quote in your calendar that pops up as a reminder every day. Maybe you, um, you know, put in your calendar to listen to your favorite song or to do a little three minute dance party. Maybe that inspires you, but whatever it is, you've got to make time for this. This is really an important part for your marketing, for your messaging, for building those re relationships and connecting more deeply with your, um, with your audience. Yeah. And it always falls back to just being more kind to yourself. And it's funny how the, the higher level strategies actually pull you away from the computer. Yeah. You know, we're not saying like, okay, if you work one more hour every no. day, 
it'll happen for you. We're saying step away from the computer, do something that you really love and get inspiration from it. Then your creative channels will open. It's funny because, you know, if we all, if we all watched it on a TED talk, we'd probably start doing it, right? Like, it's so funny to me that like, (laughs) we we're seeking and searching for it, but it's as simple. It's really as simple. And I, I just started quote unquote meditating and I put quotes around it because um, I was a, I could never meditate kind of person. And it's because mm-hmm. I thought it, meditation was a specific thing. Like yeah. I'd have to sit quietly for a half an hour and I was like, I could never do that. Yeah. But then my friend, your friend, Emily Aaron's was like, no, like just listen to this for a few minutes or just sit quietly. And I realized that for me, the sitting was the hard part, but the coming into myself was the easy part. So I mm-hmm. said, okay, I'm going to walk my dog without my phone for however many minutes in a morning, right? Or just walk around the house a couple times or whatever mm-hmm. it is without my phone. That's the key thing. Like without my phone, like I can just be in nature, be with mm-hmm. him, my dog and breathe air. And it's the best five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is. We all have that time in our day. And you know, if our doctor said our life depended upon it, we would do it. Yeah. But if I'm here to tell you that I am not, not if I am, I am here to tell you, I think Lindsay would agree your business success, your business growth depends on finding what inspires you to market better. Definitely. I remember hearing people talk about meditation when I first started and I thought, oh my gosh, that's like so woo woo and I can't meditate. I'm too busy. And I just kept telling myself all of these stories and we're mentioning Emily and another time in this yep. episode, she has to listen to this now. Of course. Um, she's last fall when I met her, she's the very first person I ever meditated with. And she's just like, whoa, she just blew my mind. And ever since then, I make sure it is a part of my day. And I've grown so much that way, which actually helps has helped my business by doing less and paying more attention to myself within. That is what that is the key. Right. And and the, the truth is, guys, we're not saying that that's the solution to everything. But it is a big piece of it. Because when you are clear, when you are inspired, when you are confident in what you offer your dream clients, then you do a better job of getting your message out and putting your lead pages out and all the, all the things that we have to systematically do. Those things happen better and it's clearer for your audience because on the other side, you are clearer when you're implementing them. Right. Just think about, you know, if you wake up in the morning and you go straight to your computer and you're like, oh my gosh, now I got to set up a Facebook ad and you're just grudgingly doing it. Yeah. What would it, how much different would it be if you just did something you enjoyed first and then went and did that? You would come at it in a different space. Yep. It is. It's, it's intentional. It's mindful, mindful marketing. We can call it if you'd like, but it's inspirational and like it's inspired action too, because you, you want to do it. And this is again, Mm -hmm. my mission to have marketing be moved up that to-do list. I want you guys to like be excited about sharing your message and sharing what you have to offer in a way that doesn't feel gross, that doesn't feel overwhelming, that doesn't cause you anxiety. Because this is the key to your business success is marketing. Yeah, it is. Really. And there's so many good people out there that haven't utilized this yet in their business because they're scared. Right. And like, I just wish I, I wish that all of these people could just be put up on a stage in front of everyone because yeah. I don't want anybody to miss out on these amazing people. Right. Right. And there are some really awesome creative ways that everybody can, you know, get in front of 
of their audience. Like as long as you know where your audience is hanging out, you guys just stop hiding. Just say, you know what, this is it. Like let this podcast be your launching pad and, you know, take one piece of advice that, that Lindsay and I are sharing and put it out in front of your dream client and watch what happens. Mm -hmm. People are going to thank you. They're going to be grateful. They're, you're going to be getting messages that says, Oh my God, I needed to hear that. Yes. It's like, cause I feel also feel like you hear things and see things when you need to, even if it was there for six months. Yeah, totally. You don't see it and hear it and it doesn't make a connection until you really need it. Yep. And I find that when I, for example, post something on Instagram that just came from like a brainstorm, for me, I come up with a lot of stuff when I'm doing the dishes Yeah, and it just, something comes up and then I'll put it in my um, phone to remember to write a post about it. And yeah. then I'll get so many people that say, I needed to hear this. People always say that. And that was just like, I just pulled that out of nowhere, but it was, yeah. it was inspired. Yeah. And I, I wasn't going to keep it to myself because I knew that there's somebody out there, whether it's one person or 50 people, yeah. whatever it is, somebody yeah. wants, somebody needs that. Yeah. And I would say that, um, the other practice, which is important and it goes back to like identifying where your dream client's hanging out is when you are crafting messages and you are putting together content, even if it's just an Instagram story, talk to one person, like mm -hmm. really mess message, make eye contact with one person. Because when you try to talk to everybody, you actually talk to no one. And you try, mm -hmm. when you talk to one person, everybody who needs to hear you that day will, will say, Oh my gosh, Deb's talking to me. It's like, she's like looking at me, yeah. talking to me and you'll see it. The way you make that tiny little shift, you know, it's, it's in the marketing books. They tell you to talk to everybody, like just blurt it all out. And it's like, no, I want you just to talk to that one person because that one person will hear you loud and clear, like mm -hmm. at that moment and be like, oh my gosh, Deb, that's exactly what I need to hear today. Thank you. Yeah. And that if you apply that to everything that you do, writing copy on your website, social media, it's going to come across so genuine and that's what builds the connection. Right. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Deb, this was so good. So good. So I good. loved it. How We're going to have to do find... another one. I know. Part two. Part two. <laughs> Just the surface. Well, actually, we'll have to test everybody about what they were inspired of. <laughs> yes, definitely. <gasps> okay. So I know there's people who are like itching to find out how they can join um, your community so they can be a part of the things that you're doing. How can people find you? Yeah, sure. So, well, like I said, I'm um, Deb LaFlam from For the Love of Your Biz. And um, I actually have a free community where I share um, social post ideas, really creative ideas to help you market better every single month, like ideas and prompts, right? Because, you know, there's always those times in your business where you're like, what do I say? What do I do? And how do I craft the message? So my free community is actually um, social post ideas with Deb Laflamme, which is easy. You can just search that on Facebook. It's a free community, free Facebook group. Mm -hmm. um, but I love Instagram. So I hope everybody will come over and connect with me. I'm at, my handle is love your biz, which I hope all of you love your biz. Yes. I love yeah. it. Thank you yep. so much, Deb, for coming. I absolutely love visiting with you. I think this is going to be so helpful for everyone. I loved being here. It was awesome to finally talk with you in person and um, maybe we'll release the free podcast conversation <laughs> someday too, but power to the redheads. And um, yes. thanks, Lindsay. Have an amazing day. <laughs> Thank you, Deb.
Want 10 ways for you to start booking your dream clients? I created this workbook for you because I wanted to share my best tips on how I book mine. You're not going to believe how easy these are and I know you'll be able to take my tips and put them into action ASAP so you can start working with your dream clients. To grab the workbook for free, all you have to do is go to lindsaymaloney.com podcast. Hey coaches, are you a member of the Book Your Dream Clients community yet? Because you should be. Just go to dreamclientcommunity.com to request free access. We do fun things like website audits, challenges, and we even have a book club. Join the free Dream Client community now and we'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. If you want to find out more information how you can work with me, just head on over to my website, lindsaymaloney.com. You will be able to see how you can work with me privately or in a group setting. I'm all about helping you start and scale your coaching business, so I'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. And if you want bonus points, take a screenshot of a review and tag me on your Instagram story. I'd love to see it and share it with my audience. And plus, you don't want to miss another episode.